Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's great to be back with Mahogany and Willow. We, we thank you guys for joining us today. And I have a really cool question I want to ask Jeanette. Have you ever been mistaken for a biatch? Definitely. <laughs> Not, um, not only have I been mistaken for one, I've probably been correctly identified as one. <laughs> and I have probably identified, yeah, I've probably identified myself as such as really? well at different times. Definitely. Okay, definitely. so elaborate on that for us because I do not perceive you as that. Right. But but do you feel like you have ever been mistaken or have you mistaken. ever felt like you were bitchy about something afterward and thought, man... I don't know. Never. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm taking Never it seriously. Never once. Oh my god. <laughs> no. So we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about you here. I, I definitely want to yeah. hear what your take is on that. So well, for for me, I mean, we talked about this when we when we were thinking about this subject matter in general. Uh, for me, I always felt I was a leader. You know, a s- single parent and parenting, you feel like you're leading your family. And it's not until I'm here now and in retrospect that I look back and think, ah, that was so not leadership. <laughs> and, and and I wasn't trying to be bitchy either, but I can see where insecurities cause us to react in ways that the, the, the two can become confused mm. very easily. Yeah. And I can see why I was perceived that way by other people. And I also see, yeah, man, that was, it's just so not leadership qualities. And I really now at this point would love to embody more of those true those true pure leadership right. um, aspects versus let me just rule by insecurity alone (laughs) (laughs) because that's probably what I did. (laughs) Right. So now on that journey of kind of self-discovery and thinking, Oh man, you know, maybe I should have done things differently. Um, Can you elaborate on that a little more? Like when your children were younger and you're like a single mom and you're paving your way. I mean, tell us about what you're talking about. Just, I mean, all of the, all of the decisions, essentially, I, I don't, I don't feel like I made, uh, I don't feel like I had the choice to make decisions based on any stable or safe information. I mean, Mm. I always kind of felt off my feet. I always kind of felt um, afraid. Um, That's kind of been a main theme of my life, which, Mm. which, you know, not until now did I really know about. But I think that leadership, you know, you want to be, as a mom, you want to be a a true leader and you want to be a fair leader, but I was terrified. I'm just terrified. I remember one time my son having a bicycle wreck and we were on a walk and he was, he was quite far in front of me. He had gone ahead of us and I, out of fear, felt so um, out of control. I remember by the time I got to him, I was just shaking. And, you know, then you're trying to deal with a scared and injured child. And you're freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My, my middle son got a tick one time 
And I had never experienced a tick and fear drove the thing. And he thought he was going to die because (laughs) my, my reaction was so over the top. And you just think about those things in retrospect and think, what was that? (laughs) Well, I was terrified. I was just terrified. Purely terrified. Yes. Yes. That's how I parented. So you can imagine, (laughs) you can imagine my poor kids. (laughs) But then that's me telling this. All I see is a terrified young single mother doing her best, where does the biatch thing come in? Well, I think, I think that's what, that's what the perception, the outward perception of those experiences, I think it's easy to confuse, oh man, she's just being a bitch, you know, just (laughs) that that's just her being a bitch. She's an uptight bitch. And, And it's, and it's not, I mean, definitely not intentional. A lot of people think people are like that intentionally. I think there's probably far fewer intentional people doing that, As, you know, especially women. Women do care. Um, I think that it's, there's a lot of insecure women who act like those. Oh, sure. Who act Absolutely. that way. And I think it's unintentional. And I just kind of think it's sad. Survival mode, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's it's sad that our perception is, oh, you know. Yeah, she's a bitch. Stay away from her. Too emotional. She must be having that time of her month. I mean, you know, those things that people say when you think, what if she's just terrified? Right, right. Wouldn't it be nice to just be loved because you are afraid? Right. No, (laughs) absolutely. No, I, I, I agree with that. And while you were talking, I'm sitting here thinking about the the women that I know have known and um, still know some of them that are literally like that, just completely terrified and just making their way. And they, they're, whatever they brought into their, let's say their relationship with their mate, the fear and the anxiety of uh, don't want to lose you. So I'm going to grip on and squeeze mm. you until you pop, you know, That's it's right. kind of like, um, you're holding on way too tight out of security, which comes off as being overbearing, bitchy, steamroller, yeah. all of that, you know, and and that's sad. It really is because it's, I've seen, again, I know these people and I, I sit back and watch that and think, oh, it would be so nice if you could just calm down, yes. you know, realize that that person's not going to leave, that person's still there through all of your bitchiness right. and your insecurities and, you know. And it makes me wonder if the perception is external or internal, because I know for myself, whenever I'm in a moment where I feel Mm, insecure. You know, when I feel the insecurity and I feel the fear, I definitely question my reactions at that point as to whether I am being overbearing or bitchy or something (laughs) like that. So it's interesting to, to even consider that it may not be such an external label anyway. Mm-hmm. It could still just be reverberating in our own heads. Right. And right. and I do question that because I do care. I don't want to come off that way. Um, you know, especially in your you know, significant relationships, right. your your family members and your partnerships. I, I don't want to come off that way. I've never intended to come off that way. Right. And yet those weird little things like the fear and the insecurity can still make it seem like that's just where you're hanging out. Yeah. That's just who you are right. or something like that. Right. And and it is sad because once once that pattern starts to kind of take hold, uh, how, how do we then shift that focus back to, wait, 
leadership. So, so what would be the differences between a true leadership skill versus my insecure reaction to this particular moment, which is usually where we end up being called those things, you know, (laughs) a reaction to a moment. Definitely. And I think too, like I speak for myself, I'm a, I'm kind of a quick person. I, somebody asked me something, I usually am really quick on and whether it's good or bad. And I think that in itself, sometimes I have to tell myself, think about that for a second before you react. Cause that knee jerk reaction of yes or no, or whatever it is, can be perceived also as being overbearing, you know, bitchy, whatever it is. And I do know that about myself, that um, I have no problem speaking my mind. And again, good, bad, or indifferent, um, I really have to watch that in myself and take into consideration. I'm not intentionally trying to be a jerk. I'm just, I know the answer and I'm going to give it to you right now. And there are times it's like, okay, pause a minute, you know, mill that around for a second. Yes, you know the answer, but this is kind of one of those, like maybe it's an emotional conversation or some scenario where I, if I knee jerk reaction, say what I want to say, that wouldn't be taken very well. There's a million different ways that we can approach things. And if we're aware of the fact that this is what I do, this is one of my little idiosyncrasies that I do, and I know I do it, that can be perceived negatively. Think about it for a second before you knee jerk react, even though you got the answer on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Just stop and think about it and then answer and try to do it in such a way that it doesn't come off. That's something I have to work on for me personally, big time. And it's interesting that you said the emotional response. I I, I hadn't really taken into consideration when we were talking about this. Um, I hadn't taken into consideration the fact that we are emotional and how how much of, again, that bitchy perception is just the fact that we express emotions. Mm. And just because that scares someone else, we would be perceived as bitchy as well. <laughs> right. And I really hadn't taken that one into consideration. Mm. So that's an interesting, an interesting thing to think about yeah. for sure. In thinking about this podcast, I kind of wrote down a few tips or, or whatever, or thoughts about leaders. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to take a few of these and just yeah. kind of dive into them a little bit just yeah. to see if we could flesh this out a little bit further. Yeah. Um, leaders strive to learn in every moment they find themselves in. So what do you think about that as far as the differences between someone that you would perceive as a leader in that or someone you would perceive as just being bitchy there? <laughs> Leaders strive to learn through every moment they find themselves in. I love that it, because it's true. It's it's really true. If you and want, it would be hard to do if you're feeling fear or exactly, insecurity. Right. True. Yeah. And Interesting. If, if you have the fear and the anxiety, and you know you're still kind of that little girl that you were 30, 40, whatever years ago that doesn't know that you can be a strong leader as a woman, a grown woman, you won't have the tools in your own mind, you know, to be that person for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I like that because we really need to have that in us before you can be a leader. And unless somebody else comes along and instills that in you and it provides the foundation for you to grow into that leader, I think it's usually there from 
childhood in a lot of ways. And you you hone in and you learn from it by making all the mistakes and the lights of things that we've already talked about by falling down, getting back up, falling down, getting back up. But you had that ability as a child to be able to fall down, get back up, fall down, get back up instead of, you know, the fear driving you. You're like, oh man, I'm getting back up and I'm going to get back on that horse and I'm going to ride. So I think that striving to learn to be that leader, I think it's in there when you're young and then we we can choose to hone in on that as we get older and then it leads you to where you are today. Right. And we also have leaders agree you can be strict with yourself, mm. but must be tolerant with others. <laughs> this one was super interesting. I yeah. know it was so interesting for me. Because I, especially in parenting, I, I mean, I know that you have to be tolerant of your kids, but I, I thought that teaching them required a different approach altogether. Mm. You know, I, I was, I was definitely a disciplinarian. I was not short on that. Yeah. Yeah. That one, uh, now I can see the value in that, but what are your thoughts on that one? You know, we kind of just talked about that, you know, by holding yourself to a standard, like me working on that shortcoming that I know I have the ability to see that and to see what needs to be improved and all that and to tolerate the behavior and in what other people may perceive you as. I don't even consider that personally as being tolerant as it is just accepting that's them and I can't change what they think about me uh, or what they feel that I'm doing wrong or whatever. Um, But I definitely think that being strict on yourself is, you know, the signs of a true leader, because if you don't hold yourself accountable, you don't have, you know, the parameters and the, the goals and you set all these things up for yourself, you have nothing to achieve, nothing to strive for. So I think that it's really important to be strict on your own personal self and others do what others do, you know? I think for me, the dedication and the commitment that, uh, I guess the being strict with yourself, you know, setting, setting up your routines mm-hmm. and the things that you do for your own health and your own well-being yes. and things like that. I think that the commitment and the dedication also make me feel safer. Mm. And, and it makes me wonder if, if that kind of then helps the fear-based part of sure. that that I was really functioning in. I kind of feel safer in those structures. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's an excellent way to put it, structure. It's kind of like when you have a, um, that sense of accomplishment, when you meet a goal, when you set something up or you say, I'm going to do this in five years, I'm going to do this in a year, and, and all these personal little goals that we have set up for ourselves, that sense of accomplishment seems to run in line with being strict with yourself. Because if you're not strict with yourself, whatever it may be with your health, wellness, with your career, whatever it is, then you will not meet those goals. And then you don't have that sense of accomplishment, which again, pays you back tenfold when you accomplish something that you were working so hard for because you were strict with yourself. Right. It all goes in line, in in my opinion. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we have leaders realize the obstacles in life cause us to change direction and course correct. Yeah. I like that. about that a lot. Pe- people who are resilient and flexible with the obstacles. Yeah. And I think course correcting, course correcting has been a fun, a fun thought for me lately because uh, for so many years of my adulthood, I didn't know that there was such a thing as course correcting. <laughs> right. But you were probably doing it. Maybe. Yeah. You had to. I guarantee you, you were doing it. You just didn't realize it and have a name for it. Right. You know, 
because you had to adapt. Adapting. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Definitely. You, your middle name's adapt. That's true. So is mine. But, but course correct, <laughs> course correct is a fun thought. Oh no, it is. To, to I be love able it. to, yeah, to be able to, um, really think of the obstacle as life's movement for us to make those course corrections. And it kind of gives me an ability to look at the obstacles and feel a little lighter. Again, we're back to feeling a little safer. Yes, (laughs) Uh, Maybe every single one of those aspects just provides that little safety net. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I like that course correction. I think again, that's a, um, something that I'm, I think we're both really good at just because of the things that we've been through, single motherhood, you know, challenging things, what you just went through, you know, and, and you have to adapt and course correct and dodge and weave and get up and dust yourself off and go, okay, and move on. And that just, again, comes back to being a leader. You may not feel like you're a leader, but you are definitely a leader because you continue to persevere on and you, you work through those challenges, those obstacles, course correct, dodge weave, and that it's the makings of a, of a leader. And what you're doing now with your life coach type of a lifestyle that you've chosen, I mean, you you are the epitome of a leader because you are doing so much for other people. And I don't even think you realize that. No. So no, because I still feel all the fear. <laughs> right. But you ask other people that know what you do and, and that right. everybody comes to you for some advice, including myself. And I mean, the things that you enlighten us with and you kind of clear the cobwebs out and go, oh, I never even thought about that. That's the makings of a leader because you're leading us to the point that we think differently, feel differently, work on ourselves, you know, dodge, weave our own stuff. And it's absolutely valuable. That's encouraging. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Holy cow. That's what I'm here for. Oh, there you go. (laughs) She's my cheerleader. Yay. I have pom-poms right now, you guys. You just can't see it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Leaders recognize the lasting impact their leadership will leave behind before they even set it in motion. And that one is interesting. And especially what you were talking about before when you're reconsidering reactions before they happen, you're able to really process that through. And that's really fascinating. I love that you can do that. It's a work in progress. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not my own cheerleader yet, but but it's, yeah, I'm working on it. What we just talked about, you know, the lasting impact that your leadership has left. And leaders understand flexibility is a key component of any endeavor. (laughs) That's when I was not as a parent. Do not ask my children that question. (laughs) (laughs) But but whatever you think that you did or didn't do, obviously you did something right. Well, yeah. Well, we all made it through. And I think making it through made made the family. I mean, we were were just a family unit, so it was perfect. But but it it definitely is one of those things that... uh, yeah, just realizing now, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot of those kind of things. And I think that um, flexibility is something that I still have a lot to learn. And mm. I'm, I'm good with that. And thank I'm God willing. for yeah. the willingness. That's yeah. the thing. And if there are any listeners who feel they are always mistaken mm. for oh. a bitch, it might be worth self 
investigation yes. on, you know, do I feel a lot of fear? Do I just feel insecure? Am I overcompensating because of those things? Right. Really start to self-reflect mm-hmm. on why that might be so. Right. It's not that you are that, and and we want to love all of you <laughs> who who feel you're mistaken for those, because I, I for one, can definitely personally identify with that, you know. <laughs> I really believe that of myself and I'm, I'm fine with that because I know that that's the first step to any sort of growth. Right. Um, but yeah, I do hope that they, they might consider that self-reflection Oh yeah, and really identifying: am am I just that terrified? Am right. I am I am I terrified of love? Yeah. Am I terrified of something good happening? Am I terrified of losing someone? You know, whatever it is, um, I think that that's a valid aspect. If you're always, you know, if people are always calling you that or, right. or accusing you of being that, it, it's worth consideration. So whether you're a leader or a bitch. <laughs> Or simply a woman who feels <laughs> frightened of the entire world, right. <laughs> which some of us do. It's a topic worth uh, worth evaluating within oneself for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting subject for sure. And I, I want to get some feedback. Like you said, you know, if, if there's anybody, any women, obviously this is targeted towards the women. If there's any of you gals out there that have some interesting takes or stories, we're always, always wanting to hear back because we enjoy getting feedback. I got some feedback today from a friend of mine about another podcast and it it went down a whole different rabbit hole and it was really interesting. So we love that. Definitely. We're open to it. So, so keep us informed and yeah, thank you. Be sure to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also activate the notifications so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Like, follow, and share on Instagram and Facebook. And thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Mahogany and Willow. Because there's always something important to talk about. Mahogany and Willow.